This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey, speakers, listen up. The Next Level Brand Studio is here. Your one-stop shop for all of your branding needs. We've created branding materials for some of your favorite motivational and public speakers. Are you in need of a high-quality logo design? Well, look no further. The Next Level Brand Studio is ready to create a high-quality logo just for you. Or maybe you need an electronic press kit. We have created EPKs that have helped speakers make well over six and seven figures. In need of a website? The Next Level Brand Studio has built websites for some of the biggest names in the industry, and we want to do the same for you. Or maybe it's time for you to go to the next level with a high-quality speakers reel. Whether you have taken the stage hundreds of times or just once, the Next Level Brand Studio has a team ready to assist and create a custom speakers reel for you. NextLevelBrandStudio.com. It's time to take your brand to the next level. Y'all, welcome back. It's the Next Level Living Podcast. Y'all, listen. It's your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. It's number one ranked podcast amongst... Anybody who likes podcasts. It's that type of podcast. And we back. My God, how you feeling, Jay? Man, blessed, bro. Locked in, excited for today's show. Man, today gonna be a movie, man. Five-five. Oh, five-five. Yeah. Kmart, what about you? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling really good. Whenever I have my hair like this... Just know that I'm gonna call good. that a split bang. Yeah, yeah. We gonna go with <laughs> that. We gonna go, go with that today. <laughs> it was the swirlies at one point because okay. that's when it's just the two. Okay. But when it's like true, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like a yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna shout out the new hairstyle too, but I can for see sure. that on you. You can. Yeah. Hold on. T- tell me where. <laughs> Tell, Tell me, where, me why no, you, ain't saying, you, you know you ain't had to do that. You know we twin babies. You like why you, you, fire, why you know good and well. They ain't know what did was we under ever, that cap. Why you, you had to do that? Did you ever show that perm picture? <laughs> I didn't. It gotta make it a next year's conference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That boy had that slick wavy back in the day. I mean, you, I swear you pimp. We'll talk about that later, though. bro. It wasn't no perm, man. It, it wasn't was no smooth perm. press. Exactly. It, it was it was Snoop. That's you can't even you can't even straighten your hair without people telling you got a perm, man. Like y'all need to relax. It's okay though. No, your hair relaxed. <laughs> dang, dang, that's, that's good. That's, that's crazy. Good. You got that. That's good. That's it's okay dang. though. All right. All right. So, so what we doing today? All right. So let's kick it off with <laughs> Carla Alonzo. Mm, West we want if we want to spotlight her for twelve k for one contract. Come on, man. Uh, Woo. Girl. Listen to me, y'all. Carla Alonzo, man, she got such a great spirit. She's a part of our Next Level Speed yes. Academy out on the West Coast. She's actually a, one of our executives in our West Coast chapter. Okay. And uh, she's been doing crazy speaking. I'm super proud of her. That's so dope. Nice. Oh, West look, Coast, like know, LA? West yeah, Coast? Yeah, she, oh. uh, she between LA Carla, and, I'm pulling and, up. Yeah, yeah, Okay. No, for sure. Yeah. And they said that her uh, her contract is split over four months, too. So you might have a chance to go see her speak, too. 
So shout out to her. That's doing big things. But that's just mm-hmm. one recent highlight. She got so many other things going on. Yeah. No, I'm just um, saying that she gets a chance to speak more than once too. Oh yeah. I'm saying sure. if she's on the West Coast, I'm saying Absolutely. she got a chance. Yeah. Absolutely. That's funny. That's funny. We're talking about. I mean, but I love it. I here, love here, it. give me some too. <laughs> no, because you missed the memo. Yeah, but he ain't you know. missed and it. I, and I ain't mad at that. We gonna talk about right. it. Yeah, we gonna talk about it. Cool, 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 cool. Look, y'all, I'm excited. Trying to fill in the void. I'm excited today, man. Love to My brother Marvin. You know Mitchell. Um, million dollar Marvin Mitchell. Hey, you know, what I'm you know I'll take it, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is my this is my brother and my friend. We don't be talking about business and money like that. We talk about like manhood yeah, and just yeah. really being the type of man that God wants us to be. That we aspire yeah. to be, man. And I'm excited to have you on the show. Yes, today, sir. Brother. How you doing, man? Man, I'm I'm grateful, man, to be here. Like, first first off, man, let me tell you. Jeremy, man, like you, you don't even know how much, uh, first off, you inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you and your entire team, yeah. but definitely, like you said, man, when we talk, like you've helped me through some things as far as relationships, mm-hmm. with people, with God, just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just being a better man. So I watch you from the outside too, wow. mm-hmm. when you don't even know it. So I definitely appreciate you, bro. That's it's an honor bro. to be here. That's love, man. Likewise. Yeah. Thank you for Absolutely. Thank you for being here, bro. And, and I want to expose all of our next levelers out there. To my friends like Marvin, who are doing amazing things, who's living life on the next level, and helping other people do the yeah. same thing. Absolutely. So we want to get into your story, because you recently moved to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. But where were you at before? I'm sort of still in St. Louis. Okay. So, uh, Midwest, man. Show me state. <laughs> What's up, baby? So, um, so I moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. because um, I've had my um, business in um, St. Louis for about seventeen years now. Okay, mm-hmm. my financial firms doing doing oh. doing well, you know. Mm-hmm. But seventy um, percent of my clients uh, were not minorities, which was fine. Mm-hmm. But I knew that there was even a bigger market for me mm-hmm. uh, in Atlanta because there's a lot more affluent African Americans here. So I said, a lot of people don't have what I have. The type of experience and what I talk about mm-hmm. is really not here in Atlanta, which was, was surprised me because there's a lot of great financial educators here, but nobody who talk about it the way that I talk yeah. about it. Come on. So I came out here and man, I, I got me an office out here in, in Dunwoody. Yeah. Actually, I bought a house in Atlanta before I even moved to Atlanta. I bought a house probably about six months before I actually started being in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I bought it, I said, you know what, I might as well make money from it. So you, you didn't. I'm gonna <laughs> call you up, right? Because you didn't just buy a house. My man bought like a, a multi-million dollar mansion. Okay. Yeah. First off, let's talk <laughs> say, about yep. that. Like yeah. that sucker's well, phenomenal. Yeah, right? I, I appreciate it, bro. Like it you had your birthday party. The valet yeah. was out there. Like. Mm-hmm. In the prime part of real estate in right. Atlanta. See, right. we got a million dollar crib, but we out in the outskirts. Hey. You like in the city, bro. So I had to acknowledge that. Man, I appreciate it. just buy a house, bro. Yeah. You bought a, the big boy. But, but so he bought a big boy six months before he came? Is that what you're saying? Oh, it's different. Bro. Correct. Modern. Yeah. Modern. More modern than this. No way. What? And, and here's the thing, though. It made me money because what I was able to do is, oh. um, so I rented it out, not not even to stay, not even overnight, just for people who did masterminds or events. Wow. So if I did, like, let's say, like this past month, for example, I've done five events mm-hmm. at the crib for $4,500 a piece. So if my mortgage is like nine, 9500 Wow. That covers it. You know what I'm it's saying? Like for, 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 for what? Five days. Yeah. Literally. And I stayed in it the rest of the time. Had my cleaner come through. So yeah. it makes me money. So, you know. Yeah, it pays for itself. <laughs> it, it, ain't, yep. it ain't bad. Yeah. It ain't bad. No, that's different. That's the thing. Like, you can make um, any any anything that you decide to buy this luxury. What I learned from one of my mentors, 
is if you turn it into an offer, it always pays for itself. Yeah. So essentially, it would cost me more to buy a pack of cream, peanut butter crackers yeah. than it would to buy that mansion. Because the mansion makes me money because I made an offer, yeah. but the peanut butter crackers, I didn't make an offer for that yeah. because I just spent it. That cost me money. You know what? Okay, okay you're going to so, drop bars in. <laughs> right, okay. So, right. so tell us, where, where did you come from and what is it that you're amazing at today like how right. how did you get here to be able to buy this mansion and yeah. have it pay for itself that's let's, a great question there. uh thank you for that so a lot of people say well you came from nowhere but what people don't see mm. and you know this Jeremy mm -hmm. but what people don't see is the ups and downs of mm -hmm. entrepreneurship the go. time where the times where I was out had to go out knocking on doors mm -hmm. working 60 hours so people are so entitled mm -hmm. now they think everything is supposed to just come to them right, right. away yeah. but I was out knocking on doors getting doors slammed in my face saying I didn't belong in the neighborhood mm -hmm. I'm going back writing thank you cards with tears rolling down my eyes mm -hmm. like I wanted to quit yeah. like fudging up the ink you know what I'm saying so those were the moments that really built my character that really prepared me mm -hmm. for things I left a financial firm and, and and they went out and said, you must be trying to steal our proprietary information mm -hmm. because they was afraid I was going to recruit people away, which I wasn't. Uh -huh. They threw like a two-year lawsuit on me. Uh -huh. Those are the things that built my character, mm -hmm. that I overcame that. So mm -hmm. I think my biggest strength is the ability to overcome when my back is up against uh -huh. the wall. So uh -huh. when I came here, I had already built a big team. I had already bought my my office. Like I own a, a million-dollar-plus office back in St. Louis. Mm. So people was like, oh, where does this dude come from? And he ain't had no social media followers. But what I had was I had the knowledge. Yeah. You couldn't take that away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you couldn't take that away. So when I started talking, yeah. people was like, who is this dude? I started talking about finances. And I remember I did an interview and it was, so I own an entire financial firm. Yeah, like I don't just that. do yeah. insurance, right? Yeah. But, and in fact, I used a run from saying that I did insurance mm. because I was like, nah, I own a firm. The stigma, right? yeah. But then when I started talking about it, somebody asked me a question about it and I talked about it and all of a sudden it went like viral. And then more people said, talk about it. Then I'm having all of a sudden like 800,000 views every time that I did a wow. show. Yeah. Um, I did another show. It was like 300,000. Here I am with barely any followers mm -hmm. getting 800,000 views on a video. People don't know who I am. And for somebody not to know who you are, you still get that many views. Yeah. You must have been talking about something yeah, great. You're talking right. heavy. So... Then I learned how to package it up into an offer, and I started doing mentorships, and I started charging like you know three thousand dollars lifetime mentorship. Wow. <laughs> then that went up to fifteen thousand dollars for a year, and then it went up to thirty five thousand dollars. So, so it, it's just me being able to not just have the knowledge, but learning how to package up the knowledge yeah. is a totally yeah. different thing. When I started yeah. talking about that life insurance, becoming your own bank, just started going crazy. So mm -hmm. I, I, finally, I accepted it. I said, okay. This is what the industry wants to know me as. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing to be known as, so right. let me embrace it. And once I started to embrace it, that's when things just started to just go crazy. Nice. So when it comes to speaking, I tell people all the time, you got to look for your unique selling proposition. Mm -hmm. Like, what makes you unique in the marketplace? Yep. Mm. Bro, I've heard so many people talk about building wealth, financial freedom, yep. financial gurus. We know a bunch of the same friends. Absolutely. And they do great work. Absolutely. Yeah. There is nobody like you, bro, yeah. in this space. Appreciate it, bro. Right? Can you talk when you talk about being in real estate, owning your own bank? Right. Can you can you share that with the life insurance? Can sure. you share that with them and just blow their mind? Like my mind was blown when you first yeah. broke it down to me. Well, I think most most people understand um, financial management through the majority. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason why 77 percent of people run out of money. Okay, you know what I mean? They run out of money because they're listening to majority advice. So they got people afraid of debt. They got people saying that you got to go to school, get an education, 
um, get student loans, graduate, saving your 401k. After you're saving your 401k for the next 40 years, yeah. then all of a sudden you can retire. And oh yeah, by the way, we can raise taxes, which means that even when you retire, we can take more of your money mm. without a choice. And you can't mm. touch that money mm. until you're 59 and a half. And people don't really understand because they're in a system. You don't understand when you're being controlled while you're in yeah. it until you yeah. step away from it. So you're being right. controlled. They're saying you can't touch your money. We're going to penalize you 10% for taking your own money early. Mm-hmm. And... We're going to tax that money. We're going to tell you that you're deferring taxes, but really what we're doing mm. is we're actually deferring the taxes. We're actually using your money as our own savings account. Yeah. Wow. This yeah. is what the government is yep. doing to you all, right? Yeah. Mm. So I'm breaking free, and the hardest part is to know the truth so the truth can set you free and to unlearn what you think might be true. That's good. That's not necessarily true. Got you. So if I think that I'm supposed to follow the normal advice, but the normal advice has me broke, yeah. then that's an issue. So... What I use, what I what I started telling people, we have to learn how to leverage your money, mm-hmm. how to make your money work for you, and make money three to four times off the same dollar. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then Come on. once we make three to four times off the same dollar, we got to help you to find money that you're losing unknowingly and mm-hmm. unnecessarily. Then we got to retrain you on a system that the wealthy know. Come on. And I tell people, like, the first time that you played tic-tac-toe, who won? Was it you or the person that showed it to you? Right? <laughs> person that showed, person that showed yep. it to you because they understood the system. So we just got to get aligned with the right system and get out of the, the hypnotic system yeah. that we've been a part of mm-hmm. and break free of that curse. And once we break free of that curse and understand how to leverage our money, how to put it into a place where we have liquidity, use mm-hmm. and control of that money, mm-hmm. how to take that same dollar... Um, I just got to tell you this one thing as far as there's three different types of people when it comes to money. Mm. And this is what I try to break people into. I got to teach people how to be a wealth creator. I'm getting excited. That's the name of my community, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Wealth creator community. Okay. So you got a debtor, Mm -hmm. you have a saver, and then you have a wealth creator. You're going to break each one down too, right? I'll break it down real quick. Thank you. (laughs) So the the wealth creator, only about 2% of people are wealth creators, even though they think they are. Oh, the debtor is somebody who, we know that, they're going to go into debt, they're going to buy things that are going to depreciate in value, they're going to get credit or high interest rates, they're spending their life trying to yeah. get out of debt. In fact, the debtor, their only goal is not to thrive, their only goal is to survive. They say, if I can just get to zero, mm. then I would be okay. If I can just pay off this debt, mm. then I'll be okay. okay. Mm. But there are homeless people on the street that don't have any debt, but that doesn't mean they're in a better financial position oh. than you, Come on. Come right? On. So what we have to do is understand that if your goal is to survive, you've already lost. You're already yeah. thinking in a scarcity mindset. We got to think about thriving. So then you got the next level is the saver. Now, okay. the saver is better than the debtor because they're, at least they're above water, right? They don't feel the stress of the debtor. Okay. But they're really no different. Mm-hmm. They just feel different, but they're no different. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. Like, if you save, 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 and then when it's time to go out and buy something, you believe that I'm not going to have debt. I'm going to pay, pay cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you're missing is a key principle is that you finance everything that you buy, right. whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. You're either paying a financial institution interest if you get a loan, or you're losing the interest that you could have earned had you still had that money. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So if I'm paying 5% for mm-hmm. a car loan, yeah. but I now use my cash, I'm not earning 5% on the money that I have. Right. So it comes out to be about the same. Yeah. Every single time that I spend that cash, now I have to wait several years to wait for it to come back. Yeah. So I'm not making any money off the money that I lost because it's gone and lost forever. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I got to get it back to that level and refill my bucket, Mm -hmm. right? But the bucket has cracks in it too because you got taxes. You got the way that you're paying for your 401k. You have all of Mm -hmm. all these things is actually still draining your money. 
So what I teach people is how do we recover all the drain money and recover the opportunity cost of the money? The way that you do that is that you have to leverage your money into a place that's tax-free, tax-deferred. You have liquidity, use, and control of your money that you can borrow against it. It continues to grow as if you never touched it, and, and it keeps happening forever. So instead of me having a debtor where I'm like this, trying to get out of debt, or a saver where I'm above water, and I'm trying to save, save, but then I pay cash, and I'm trying to save, save. Mm. I want to make sure that you are a wealth creator, which means that your line only goes up. Mm. You never go backwards. And that can happen if you learn the proper tools and the techniques on how to leverage your money. Mm. Mm. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I saw somewhere where you said that the middle class is like the most at-risk class. There will be no middle class. Yeah. And I'll give it about 15, 20 years. You got to understand that the wealthy, they, they get wealthier. When a recession yeah. comes, they figure out a way to get wealthier. What? The poor, a lot of them, they grind because they're used to being in grind yeah. mode. Some of them are going to become entrepreneurs, yeah. and they're going to turn into the wealthy. Yeah. But the middle class is comfortable, right? Yeah. It's an attack on the middle class. Like, wow. the people who are stay the same, you're not going to stay the same. You're either going to go up or down. But the problem is a lot of people in the middle class are stuck because they're just comfortable enough to right. not do anything about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the most dangerous thing in the world, and I know this sounds crazy, but the most dangerous thing is to earn six figures, mm-hmm. $100,000. You're making enough money where you can at least take care of your family, mm-hmm. but also you're comfortable, yeah. you feel comfortable right? right? But you're the too. inflation continues to rise. The inflation is rising. Your 100000 ain't growing as fast, not yet. right? So you're stuck. You're almost in some golden handcuffs because you're not doing enough to do more, right? The person who's struggling, they know they need to do mm-hmm. more. Yeah. The person who has that false security, what if you lose your job? Yeah. This is how the housing crisis happened. People lost their jobs. They were overpaying on their mortgages. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen again, unfortunately, if people don't do something different about it. Social security is not promised anymore. That was a safety no, net. Yeah. By 2034, Social Security Administration said that it's, that it's possible that it could default. Mm-hmm. Pensions which is what a lot of people's parents depended on, yeah. they're, they're already almost gone. Mm. So if you don't have pensions, if you don't have Social Security the same way, and people aren't saving as much as they used to save, yeah. and even when they are saving, the government's going to increase taxes, which is going to take much away for you, I'm more afraid for this next generation if they don't do something different, which is why I had to come in and teach people that you have to do a different way. Mm. Like, there's no other choice. Yeah. If you don't do a different way, you're going to default. Mm. Straight up. Ooh, so... So what would you tell that middle class person right now? Okay, they don't do it a different way, but what like what is a step or two that they can take to start doing it a different way? Yeah, first off, um, be re-educated. Uh, again, first unlearn, learn about different things. So what I teach about is, is life insurance, right? How do you leverage life insurance? Mm-hmm. Now, is life insurance the only way? Of course not, right? It's not an investment. Mm-hmm. So I'm never telling people that your life insurance is going to replace your investments. Mm-hmm. What I'm telling people is you want to use the life insurance as a as a leveraging pool. So if I'm talking about the wealth extension model, first thing I want you all to do is if you listen, you got to do this. You got to make sure, first off, that you find the money. Mm-hmm. Come on. And when I say about finding the money, you say, well, this is all the money I got. It's not about how much money you got. It's how you're structuring the money that you have. Mm-hmm. So, for example, some people are think that they, let's say your 401k offers you a match of 4%. And let's say you're overfunding it because you want to fill that up into a tax-deferred account. You don't even realize the match is good because it's giving you free money. But anything over that, you're essentially putting in prison to your 59 and a half and giving more tax money to the government. Hmm. You might think that it's a good idea to pay a big down payment on your house and pay off your house. But is it really? Because the equity in your house earns nothing. 
It's better to actually get a 30-year and pay the least amount mm-hmm. and then put the money somewhere else where it's liquid. And then if you choose to pay off the house later, you can pay it off, but you got the liquidity, use of control right. to take advantage of an opportunity over the long way. You might think it's a good idea to save for your kids in a 529 plan. It sounds reasonable until you until, until you realize some of the restrictions on the 529 plan that you they have to choose. A lot of them have to choose either college education or if they don't choose education, they might have to pay penalties on that money. So you can actually put that money into life insurance, borrow wow. against it for your kids. The money is still continuing to grow for your kids. Whether they go to school or not, you can help them to start a business, whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. You no longer have to choose between your livelihood and retirement and your kids' livelihood. So right. you don't have to choose behind that. Or high interest credit card debt. Let me give you just one example. Restructuring the money you already have. Let's just say you've lived in your house for a while and you have equity in the house, but you're also paying 14 15% on credit cards. And people think that, well, I got to have these credit cards. Well, not necessarily. You know how many people I've had come to my office and realize they've had this equity in the house, and we just talked to them about home equity line of credit, mm-hmm. and we took that money at maybe 6 7% interest, paid off 15% credit card interest, and then they freed up about what? $500 a month cash flow. So I've been able to help people on average find about $2,000 per month mm-hmm. that they didn't even know they had. Come on. Mm-hmm. So I ask people, if you find this money, what would you do with it? Would you save right. it or would you spend it? And most people say, of course, I'll save it. Yeah. I tell people save some of it, but we but want you, you to take invest. some of it and enjoy yeah. your life. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah. you know, we, we actually want you to see. I'm not the type of person. I don't believe in the word budget mm-hmm. because budget just sounds restricted. Yeah. I don't like lack type of conversation. Tell me right? about that. I don't like Tell Tracy that. Where Tracy at? I, I, we I, don't I, like the word budget no lack, more. No, Feels like no control. <laughs> but I do okay. like the word spending plan, right? Yeah, there we go. Plan. As long like as you're that. telling your money where it has to go, I, it can go wherever I want yeah. it to go. I just need to know where it's going, yeah. right? So, so I'm blaming you when Tracy come to me and I'm going to say, Tracy, don't blame me. Budget. Tracy, <laughs> I think he's misinterpreting what I'm saying. Just believe <laughs> that. Uh, look, yeah. I do not want to be in a dog. I'm not even in this relationship. Right, 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 right. So the good thing is once you find this money and now you got yeah. this money, you funnel it through something like a life insurance. Tur- now uh, what you can do- Whole life insurance. Because some people just know about term universal life, life I do both, but not term. Yes. term doesn't... Well, yes. first off, I'm not against term. I have mm-hmm. term, I have whole, I have index universal life. Okay. For the purpose of this, I'm talking about permanent insurance because what you can do now is let's just say... Let me put it to the test real quick. I know we don't got a lot of time. Let's say you got 100000 and then and then you're earning 5% on that 100000 I'm going to okay. test y'all out. One year later, how much money do you have? You got 100000 you don't earn 5%. Don't look over here. <laughs> Nah, heck no. Nah. was a math whiz. Nah, here. nah, what you heard, what you heard was that TV was on mute. I got, I, hey, I'm telling you right now, I go last. He said, let me hear what they answer. 5% what? So, so you got $100,000, you're earning 5%. One year later, how much money do you have? 5% a year? Yeah. Yearly rate? Yeah, 5% a year. 105? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, I, I said, I said, Yeah, you got it. See, he over here, I told you he was a math whiz. Oh, yeah. That's what the answer is? No, you're right. What you say? Yeah, I got it. I said 105. That's, that's why y'all are next. But he mumbled it. Because I don't hey, that, that, That's why yeah, y'all are next level right. speakers. Y'all don't go up on stage. I know y'all don't go up on stage saying, I'm fine. Nah, nah, y'all yeah, don't do nah. that. Uh, no. go on stage and say so, exactly what I know right. to say, though. Right. Like, I'll be up there doing a Marvin Mitchell. That's why we got you over here. You know what I'm saying? And somebody be like, Mike, what's those numbers? I'd be like, hold on, let me call Marvin. Hey, Marv. They got, right. a, they got a next level question for right. you. You know what I'm right. saying? That's right. why we so, got you. Okay, account. so 105. So you got 105, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, let's just say you got 100000 That was in savings. Let's just say you have $100,000 in your cash value life insurance. Uh-huh. 
Still earning you 5%. We starting over. We got 100000 earning us 5%. This time, we're going to borrow $30,000 against it. I don't want y'all to answer this because y'all... Because, like, the brain didn't brain money. just now. So you got so you got 100000 earning you 5%. That's, that's one hundred and five. We said that. But this time, we actually borrowed $30,000. So then the next year, it's like, how much money do we have? Nine, Jeremy seven. would probably say... Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. I, said it. I, I, I love Jeremy the fact that he would probably say, say seventy five, right? I said. Nine. I love the fact, but this gonna blow. Y'all ready to blow y'all mind? What, what's up? Still one hundred and five. Dang, Jeremy. Let me break it that's down. That's why you should just wait it. You got it. That's why I waited. I saw. I saw Jeremy's mind was oh, saying yeah, that, yeah. but his words said something different. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you like, got so, so look, I want y'all to think it because once you get this, everybody, when y'all get this, it's gonna change your life. It changed your mind. I'm telling you. Got you. A hundred thousand dollars is earning five percent. Hundred and five. I didn't spend it. I borrowed thirty thousand. Uh, but you gotta pay it, it back. So mm-hmm. it's still growing because I didn't touch it. It's I borrowed against it, so it's still growing as if I never touched it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now I got one hundred and five. So the question is: Is it well? Don't you have to pay it back? And this is where it gets really interesting. Okay. You don't even have to pay it back. Come on, Marvin. Hold so on, what, man. Do you, what do you mean you don't have to pay it back? What's going? What do you mean on? you don't have to pay it back? <laughs> the way life insurance works, when you borrow against it, it's not like the banks where you have to pay it back or they're giving you some kind of fines or reporting you to the credit. Yeah. In fact, you don't even need a credit score to borrow it. You just need access to the money. You just need to have the money. If you don't pay it back, it's simply subtracted from the death benefit plus interest when you die. Ah, uh, so you take it from yourself at the end. Not necessarily. Okay, think about it. If your cash value is 100000 uh-huh. your death benefit is probably a million. Mm-hmm. Oh. So if you borrow $30,000, oh. okay. your your kids, when you die, are going to get 30000 plus interest less from a million-dollar death benefit. Okay. Now, with that being said, I still recommend you pay it back because when you do pay it back, you're increasing your capacity to borrow more mm-hmm. in the future, but you gotcha. don't have to pay it back. This is what is being a wealth creator. So knowing that, Jeez. now you can know how how I can actually make money off my money three to four times off the mm-hmm. same dollar. So once you get that principle, the next principle is how do I make money three to four times? Yeah. So I'll give you an example. I just talked about, the, let's talk about the house that I bought, right? Okay. Perfect example. That crazy yeah, well, crazy. Yeah, Six yeah. months before you got oh, there. Yep. Uh, okay. so I've been able to build up money into my life insurance. I've been doing this now for a decade, right? Okay. So what I did was I got a no-doc loan okay. at the time. It was $100,000. And I was upset because at the time, the interest was five and a, five and a half percent. Jeez. I was like, man, this is high interest. You know, it's <laughs> like three, four, five percent at that time. Right. Now looking at it, I was like, I did a good thing, right? right? I didn't right. even realize it. So anyway... Um, I got the hundred thousand dollars. I borrowed against against my policy. Mm-hmm. Then I paid the down payment for the house. Uh, right? You and can then, do that. Yeah, you can borrow. It's just yeah, and just paying yeah. money. Oh, yeah. sure. So then, but then, as I'm making okay. money from it, I actually paid back off the um the loan that I had mm-hmm. in about five months. And my life insurance policy was still growing as if I never touched it. So mm-hmm. I was still growing interest on $100,000 mm-hmm. as if I never touched it, even though I used it to buy, to the, buy house. the house. So that's just one example. But let me tell y'all like a secret hack that's mm-hmm. going to really blow your mind. And I'm going to use credit. I'm going to blend some credit in this. So another thing that you could do is blend credit with life insurance. So this is, a, this is one of the things I do. I call this the full circle, right? Okay. So I go out. And I build up my life insurance policy, but I want to go out and I want to buy maybe, I saw, I saw Doug was on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go buy some real estate. Okay. So I got $100,000 okay. or I got whatever amount of money in, in it and I want to go out and buy some real estate. But I'm not going to borrow from my policy mm-hmm. just to go out and buy the real estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get some credit, maybe some business credit 
I'm going to learn how to turn that credit into cash. Mm. And then I'm going to actually buy the property with the money I just turned to cash. Mm. Then I'm going to use a life insurance policy and borrow from that to pay off the, the credit. credit. Now I got do. all of the points from the credit. Yo. Now I got my money still growing from the life insurance as if I never touched it. <laughs> and I got true. the real estate that's actually earning me interest. Earning me interest. Okay. And then... Can I go a little deeper? Okay. Come on. So then then the next step is... It it goes deeper than that. (laughs) Then the next step is, as I've been building up and paying off my my loan, which I don't have to, because it's tracked from my definition Mm -hmm. when I die, but I'm going to do it. So as I'm doing that... I'm starting to get some equity in the property. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to do a, 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 a um, cash out refinance or, or home equity loan, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to borrow from that for a down payment to buy another property. And now my money's working for me four times Come off on. the same dollar. Come See, I'm, I'm building money babies. Money that keep reproducing out their own kind. And then I'm really going to protect myself because now... You're supposed to own nothing and control everything, right? So now I'm gonna go out and get a trust, and I'm gonna get my, and I'm gonna put my life insurance policy, the death benefit of the life insurance policy, in the name of the trust. So now it's gonna have some tax protection from estate planning, and then I'm gonna be able to protect all of my assets. And now I own none of those. I technically own none of those things because it's in the name of the trust. LLCs and holding companies and not in my name, which means that if somebody tried to come after me or do or anything like that, I'm, I'm fully protected. So I got a full bulletproof plan. It's called my wealth ascension model. So you want to use life insurance. You want to use business credit. So all of that, whereas what if I just would have had that money? And I want to show you the difference. You see how I got my money working all yeah. these different kind of ways? Mm-hmm. What if I just would have said, let me get my $100,000 that I built up and let me just pay cash and get Mm-mm. this property? Yeah. None of those opportunities exist. It's locked up. Equity ain't earning nothing in the property. Mm -hmm. I can't touch it. I got to wait for it to grow. Like, people don't even realize it's the difference between you can have the same money flowing in, Mm -hmm. you can buy the same items, but you can have millions of dollars more simply by knowing how to structure your money. Mm. I think I think I think the the one of the most powerful parables in the Bible is when Jesus told the story of how the 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 master yeah. gave different Ooh. talents. Yep. Oh, and it's yeah. like I'm going to give you one. Yeah. What was it? I'm going to give you two five. and then five. And I'm going to yeah. give you five. Mm-hmm. Right? And the five, one he ten. gave five gave him 10, the yep. one he gave two gave him four, and the one he gave him one, he was like when he came back, he was like, "Hey master, I know you a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know you, you work hard that for you do not sow. Right. Yep. I, I got this. I got that one talent you gave me. Here it is. I've been yeah. saving it. Mm. And and, and the, the master's response was like, you wicked. You evil person. Mm. And I'm just like, yo, he didn't lose the, he didn't lose the one talent. No. He didn't scour yeah. it. He just didn't do nothing with it. Mm. And so I understand now when you like, man, like saving, like folks is like, <laughs> what you said, you can't save yourself you to wealth. Yeah. I you know what I'm saying? Say they can't save yourself you to can't wealth. save right. yourself to wealth, right? And 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 I when I when I think about that parable, it's that's equivalent to somebody taking a hundred thousand dollars and doing whatever versus finding the four different ways to be able to make that money work mm. for you. Mm-hmm. And I Let feel me, like that's a next level way. A lot of people don't really Understand and realize. Can that I take that pain? parable just yeah. one next level? Yeah, yeah, for go take sure. one next level because sure. I love that parable. Yeah. Um, who was the hero in that story? The master. Yeah, uh, and, and let me explain why. You you know this because this is how you operate. Mm-hmm. Most people would say the one with the five talents. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this. You operate this way. Why was a master? Because the master, it says in that parable that he gave to each mm-hmm. one according to their ability. That's it. He didn't just blindly just give people That's one talent, good. too. Mm-hmm. It was That's a reason good, why he gave the one one. 
because he said he don't know how he going to do. Mm -hmm. He did his due diligence first before he actually gave the people, yeah. but he still gave the person a chance, that's a, right? Yeah, that's good. So good. the second thing um, that he did when he 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 gave them the talents yeah. and he went about, you don't hear nothing else about him until he come back, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So why is he the hero? Because he turned into, he wasn't a debtor or a savior. He was yeah. a wealth creator. He took his money. On, he gave to the three, one, two, and five. Yeah. He came back. He's probably on a, on a, on a, on a beach just chilling, mm -hmm. you know? He was good. He, he wasn't worried about nothing. He just came back and collected his money. And that's what we are attempting to do. We teach mm. you how to be a web creator. Instead of you being mm. the person that's going to just work, 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 yeah. work just to get paid, we t attempt to show you how can you work, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid. Now, he worked because he did his due diligence. He worked because he gave each one according to their ability. He traveled up to give the people the money yeah. that he had to invest. Yeah. But then after that, he went away and watched them and got paid, got paid, got paid, got paid. He multiplied. See, a lot of people never multiply because um, they're, they're attempting to bury the seed. Was, Notice yeah. I didn't say plant the seed because when you mm -hmm. plant the seed, it grows. When you bury it, it dies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to bury the seed, right? Mm -hmm. They're treating their seed like it's the harvest. Mm -hmm. when, when God is saying, let go of that seed because... You're treating your seed like the harvest. I can't give you the harvest mm. and let you let go of the seed because you were told to be fruitful and multiply. So when I tell you to drop this seed, I want you to multiply right. and be a good steward of your money, not just to sit back because faith without works is dead. Yes. So plant the seed, but then watch it multiply. Yeah. So, man. And, and, peop and, people don't, and people don't know this information, and it's, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Because most people, especially, you know, in our community, folks is just like, Okay, well, if I can make six figures. Yeah. But there was a time, bro, my dream, ideal job Absolutely. was if I could be a pharmaceutical rep and make $120,000 yeah. a year, like for whatever reason, in my limited belief system, like that's mm. the that's the wave I was on, right? So when you say, yeah, people get there, they feel comfortable and don't realize there's so much more that they can have and they can attain, that's really alarming, right? Absolutely. But to see how you can take it and do so much more with it. But it's so much that folks can do. See, there are some people. Yeah. Some of y'all watching right now, you feel like, well, what if I don't have the money? Or what if yep. I don't have this? What if I... Okay, let's, let's start with baby steps. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first thing is to have a, a life insurance policy, yes. period. Yeah. Bro, Absolutely. one of my homeboys passed. He didn't have a life insurance policy. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's one thing for the family to grieve, but but then you when you grieve and then you try and figure out how to survive. Yeah. And so I, I hit all my homeboys after that and was like, hey, bro, all y'all, especially those of y'all that got kids, I hit every one of my partners that got kids, I was like, bro, get a life insurance policy and don't call me till you got yeah. one. I was like, point blank, period. Because when you look at other families and other cultures, when somebody die, the family mourns, yeah. but the family just got that much more wealthy. Right. And then I know folks, they be taking off life insurance policies on their parents, yeah. their brothers, their yeah. sisters, their aunties, their cousins. I know families that might have 15 different family members, yeah. but it's 60 different policies amongst them. Yeah. So if one person dies, three, four other people got a policy yeah. taken out. Yeah. And so it's like, man, it breaks my heart that yeah. Auntie Sally ain't with us no more. Yep. Right, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I just came up another two point five million. For the people who say they don't have nothing to invest, this is why I love what y'all do, like mm -hmm. next level speakers. Like I love what y'all do because I know that the biggest opportunity for people to change their life is through speaking and through writing. For sure, the biggest opportunity. For There's sure. nobody who makes more money than people who know how to speak and sure. they know how to write. And like you know, 
that investment in themselves is so critical. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not the S&P 500, but the SME 500. Mm. That's like critical, it. bro, Come because on, I'm telling you, when you learn to invest in yourself, even though you don't see it, right? That's what faith is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, faith is what? The, the um, substance of things hope for, the evidence, the evidence of things, things not seen. That's so right. I don't see the money, but I have faith that when I plant the seed, I believe that anything that I invest in myself is going to multiply by tenfold, mm-hmm. right? So... Your money can't grow past your mindset. So you can't attempt to develop your money before you your attempt to develop your mindset. Yeah. So when you say, yeah, I'm right, going to right, plant right. that seed mm. and allow it to grow into the ground and I'm going to allow it to blossom, essentially what you're telling yourself is I'm betting on myself. Mm. I believe in myself. So yeah. next level speaking is something that like I'm I'm a fan of, bro. I'm a mm. big fan of speaking, bro, because... Because like I'm telling you, it speaking changed my life. Me Straight learning up. how to speak. Like me speaking on this platform right now. Yeah. Straight up. It can and, change and my life. Been, and you've been flowing and you've been carrying the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of speaking, man, I do have to highlight, man, I am yeah. I am so proud of you and what Storm yeah. you know, said and Ash. You know, we had Ash in the show. Oh, I you did? Just, okay. I was just on a flight with Ash. Okay. We both had something in New York and was on the same flight there and right, back. Right, right, right. Uh, but man, the Path to Prosperity Conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, let's 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 talk about that, right? Okay. You did the first one, the very first one right. in Miami right. last year. Yeah. Bro, that was bonkers. Man, I was privileged thanks. to take the stage. And then you had the goat of our goats, Bishop T D J. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, can you just talk about that and your vision behind? <laughs> yeah. Because, because this we're gonna have we have to title this podcast like somewhere along the Prosperity, right? right? Like right, the path right, of prosperity. Right, right. That's what you're giving people. Yeah, yeah. Through this financial literacy and, yep. and investment and, and life insurance plans, like it's that there's a path to prosperity. Yeah. Talk about your passion for this conference. Yeah, so 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 the reason why uh we did this conference is because um what I noticed is that we be I felt that we were we were becoming just way too comfortable mm-hmm. in our community, right? And I said, you know what? We're going to do whatever it takes, spend whatever it takes, do whatever it takes to raise the level mm-hmm. in this conference. And somebody else is going to surpass us. And that's fine. You know what I mean? Because it's it, it's about the movement. It's right. about the people right. more than it was about us. Right. So we said, okay, we've seen a lot of conferences, but let's do something that I haven't seen a lot of people. I haven't seen a lot of people bring T.D. Jakes. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen a lot of people. We we This is before it was unpopular. We brought Grant Cardone. Right, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So we brought... So we brought all of these people to the stage. But what we wanted to do is not just speakers. We wanted to create an environment of excellence, yeah. an environment of, of black excellence, right? We wanted people to feel like they were like, they were all movie stars yeah. walking into that. Everybody yeah. wanted to feel them important. Our diamonds and our platinums, they came in. We had plated, plated plates, flowers on the table. We had lobster. We, I mean, we, we cut no yeah. corners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we cut no corners on it. And what it did was, um, and we wanted to show the power of collaboration. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, yeah, you can go far by yourself, but when you learn how to collaborate and yes. join forces with other people mm-hmm. and swallow your ego, yes. how much further that you can go as a mm-hmm. team. So, like, I wasn't able to go far, that far myself. Right. Ash wasn't able to go that far by himself. Storm right. wasn't able to go that far by himself. But when we joined together, we created something that Special. actually things have been done since. Dang. And people have been coming up to us and saying, bro, y'all raised the bar. Like, mm. we did this because of you. Even our own, yeah. uh, even even one of my mentors, Myron Golden, he did this conference and he said, Myron after Golden. I saw Path to Prosperity conference, I need to do this Jeez. for my conference. Wow. Like, when I say raising, raising the bar and people said, man, how many people have you seen now since we did that 
start start their own three. <laughs> three situations. It's happening a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love it. And they come to us and they pay us homage. They say, man, we did this because of what we, we saw, saw y'all do. Wow. And I love it. So number yeah. one, the humbleness to be able to say that. But then number two, to see them going forward, to see yeah. them like, like quadrupling, some people 10Xing yeah. their income because they decided to swallow their ego. So that was the example we wanted to set, you know, for the path of prosperity. And then for the people, we wanted to also show, you know, when, when you when you have a lineup that's well thought out, because mm-hmm. a lot of people when they have conferences, and I know y'all don't do this because I mm-hmm. saw y'all conference, you right. ET, everybody, people just bring a bunch of speakers to the stage. They just, they trying to attract people just through the level of yeah. speakers. Right. But what we do, when we brought the speakers to the stage, we wanted to make sure that everybody had a place. Yeah. This person is here because we want to set this environment. The next speaker here, we wanted to make sure that we got people off this limiting belief of this so that, that they could prepare for the next speaker who is this, that, that. So it was it was way more thought out than you would think that it was thought out mm-hmm. because we wanted to create that excellence. And it's one of the conferences yeah. people still talk about today, which is why we're doing it again. So yeah. that's why I'm super excited about it. This year we're in Atlanta. Last year we were in Miami. Yeah. So incredible, man. And yeah. I, I, man, when when your team hit me um, to be a part of it this year, um, I went right to my calendar and it yeah. was salty. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll be in Cancun at another man, event. And I, I, was I like, definitely won't let you down. You already reason. know. Yeah, that's the only reason, yeah. man. But man, Marv, to say, man, I am proud of you, bro, is an understatement. You, bro. Yeah. Not just from the 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 thousands of families whose lives you've changed. Thank you. Um, not just from the millions and millions of dollars you're able to generate annually, right? But it's because of the man you are and your passion and your heart for people. Thank when you. me and you talked a few days ago, I felt his love for me because mm-hmm. he was like, hey, bro, I still want to come and meet with you and Tracy to give y'all some, right. some more game right. and some more insight and some more plays to run. Mm-hmm. That wasn't nothing that's going to make it on Instagram. Yeah. That yeah. was just me and him talking as brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I felt his heart. He was like, hey, I still want to meet with y'all yeah. to help y'all with that too. And I, I got yeah. off the phone. I was like, yo, he a real one. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. man, I, I appreciate you, man. And to see your journey, to see the you go from what some would say. Yeah. He, where did this guy come from? He's a nobody. Right. He yeah. just came out of nowhere and blew up. Now yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. blowing up. Yeah. He's been had a million dollar, you know what I'm saying, office building space yeah. mm-hmm. in St. Louis. He's been had a whole company, a whole staff. He's yeah. been 13 years financial literacy firm. Like yeah. he's been doing that. He's just now coming on Instagram showing, paving the way for yeah. other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you are like the Moses in this thing, bro. Man, because, it's funny you say that, yeah. bro. I got to tell that story. Yeah, yeah, You're saying like the Moses. So I know we're out of time, but I had a, um, so when I was growing up, bro, I grew up poor. Like I didn't have my father around. Um, we were in a home. We were homeless. Come on, homeless shelter. Me, Mom had me when she was fifteen. Mm-hmm. We were in a in, in a hood. You know what I mean? It was like I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, dad been in jail my whole life. He would get out, go right back in. So mm. I didn't come from the type of environment where you would think um, that I would really become yeah. what I'm right. becoming. A lot of people in our community experience that, right. but um, but I always had this dream. And I would have this dream, which since I was eight years old, it's like God would put into me, you you will be like a Moses, mm. which means you're gonna take wow. your you're gonna take your family out wow. of bondage. You're gonna break generational curses. You're gonna listen to my voice, and you're gonna speak. You're gonna speak it to things that are not as though they are. You're gonna Come move on. mountains. Come on. You're gonna take them far, but you're not gonna be able to see how far that I have for your generations. Wow. He said you're gonna have a son. Your son is gonna be like a Joshua. Mm. Your son is gonna is going to see where you are, but he's going to take them further to a land come flowing on, of milk and honey to the land on, of Canaan. And I was saying, man, that's crazy. So I would have this dream. Keep in mind, I'm eight. I don't have no kids. I didn't wow. think about it. Then I'm 10. Then it would come again. I was 13. This dream just kept reoccurring. Mm. So so then when my, my son was born, bro, my son was born, 
greatest moments of my life. Everybody thought that, you know, it's going to be Marvin Jr., it's going to be this. Like, nah, his name is, his mom's name is Jessica. So people thought I named him Joshua because of his mom. Bruh. But I named him Joshua because the vision, the vision, the vision that God yeah. gave me. When I was yeah. And that's why it's so yeah. important for me to be <laughs> that family man. It's so important for me to wow. spend those times with my sons. It's why I say St. Louis and Atlanta. People say, why don't you just fully move to St. Louis? My kids still live in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will fly, even if I'm in China, bro, I will fly from China to spend a day Come with on. the kids just to make sure that I am there as a father because this ain't just this ain't just me wanting to be a good father. This is a purpose. This is a calling. This is a dream right. that I've had since the beginning. Right. Yeah. Amazing, bro. Yeah. I'm going to tell wow. you something yeah. right now. I, I cannot appreciate this episode in real time mm. the way that I know I'll be able to once I watch this back. I have literally just been making mental time stamps of different things that you've been saying that I need to digest. And so for everybody that's watching this, I hope that y'all are able to pause this, actually take notes on different stuff. You've said so much amazing stuff in this episode that I need time myself to even break down this stuff again. So Mm. I'm personally excited for this to come back out. And I'm grateful for you sharing just just, um, abundance of knowledge with us. Thank you so much. And I'm I'm going to challenge all of our... Um, next lovers out there, as you watch it, as you take notes, man, type in Marvin Mitchell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In YouTube. So many other interviews, so much more yeah. depth, so much more insight. Like, tap in with him, right? Because we're only exposing you all to the people who influence me. These are the people that I've been exposed to, right? So I'm I'm letting y'all into to my world. Like yeah. I, I got a personal, super fancy, bougie invite to this <laughs> personal, you know what I'm saying, birthday bash that was just absolutely phenomenal, right? Like, yeah. like that's how we rocking. And so yeah. you're getting this type of exposure, but it's your responsibility now to apply it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's your responsibility to put the work in and you take mm-hmm. the baby steps. But some of y'all it's like, okay, I got this one little job that might be paying me $25 an hour. What do I got to do to get $40 an hour? Do I got to get this degree? Do I got to get this certification? All right, I got a 620 credit score. What do I got to do to hit that 680? What do I got to do to hit that 700? All right, I ain't got no life insurance policy. What is it going to take to get a quarter million dollar life life insurance policy? And for some of y'all, as long as you ain't smoking and you ain't got no crazy health issues and you ain't 85, like it really ain't going to cost you a whole lot. But it's like some of these small steps you got to have in place to get to where Marvin is and it's possible. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. Like, yo, my man said his mom had him when he was 15 years old. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Father always was in jail. Like, extreme poverty, homelessness. Mm-hmm. But look at him now. Got properties in St. Louis and Atlanta and traveling the world on private jets and he's impacting thousands of people's lives. Yeah. So, the same God you praying to, the same God me and him praying to. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of if you believe it's possible for you and if you're going to put the steps in, if you're going to put the work in, right? Small steps lead to big impact every single day, man. I appreciate you tapping yeah, in. Appreciate with you, us, bro. bro. And we'll see y'all next week. Let's get it. I'm on another level.